When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. It's 10 o'clock, excuse me. We've covered a lot of ground this morning, a lot of cricket calls, appreciated those. We've spoken about some footy and also clearly tennis continues to dominate um, your conversations and our conversations here on SEN this morning. If you want to have your say on any of that, one 736 736 What I have been impressed with in this summer of sport is the quality of the NBL. Um, despite a whole host of challenges, which we will get through with our, our next guest shortly, the, the standard of play has been exceptional. I was there for the season opener between um, the 36ers and Melbourne United, I watched um, South East uh, Phoenix take on the Sixers on TV the other night. I'm heading along to see the Sixers take on the Breakers again tonight. I reckon the competition has gone up a notch. That's my perspective. Let's get our next guest who knows a lot more about it than what I do. He's always uh, generous with his time. He's a good friend of the show. He's the Melbourne United CEO. Vince Crivelli joins us. Vince, thanks for your time again, mate, and Happy New Year. And a happy new year to you too, Kane. Great to be on the show. Thanks for having me. <sighs> Saw your Melbourne United break our hearts once again on Friday night. I th- did, I, did I see you in the building at the Entertainment Centre in Adelaide? Were you there? Uh, regrettably, I wasn't there, mate. Oh. I, was, uh, I was home on the couch watching it with the family. It's been such a long season. Uh, I thought I needed to watch the first one in private just in case I made a fool of myself. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, we were good for a half until your class shone through. You're going to be tough to beat. I know that much. We'll get to the squad Shortly, but can I ask you in your professional life, is is this the biggest challenge you've had to face getting this season up and running? It's certainly been um, it's certainly been one um, I'll never forget. Um, for a, I think you know there's a couple of parts that make it you know challenging for the normal rhythm of our business. For, firstly, the length of time um, where in a high performance setting, you know we, we're usually preparing in you know blocks of three months, and we know exactly. Um, what an off season is going to look like, and, and where to where to you know um, position certain areas of the business, both on and off the court, within those blocks. Um, so having a nine month um, preseason with no real certainty of when the first game was actually going to happen and how that was going to look, that that was somewhat of a unique challenge in terms of keeping everybody you know healthy mentally, healthy physically, and and ready to play at the top of the you know the top of the hat. You know, as soon as as soon as the opportunity presents itself, let's go. So um, yeah, that's certainly been one some some of the challenge. But in in saying all that, I am unbelievably proud of how well our league, um, all the clubs, and and particularly our club has handled it. Um, you know, we went away for a practice game on the twenty seventh of December to Cairns, and and we were all supposed to be coming home on the second of Jan. And, they ended up being in Cairns with their situation changing on a daily basis all the way through to the 17th of January and then having to dart off to Adelaide to play that opening round. So 
you know, I think the resilience, I think the camaraderie within the group, the resilience, everybody really buying into the challenges as a collective has probably made it a lot easier for me. I think your uh, your fans are as passionate as any in the NBL. Even your fiercest rivals would agree with that. When can your fans see your team play? And, and like the AFL, the fans have suffered through this. No different in the NBL. What's the support been like from them? And when will they be able to get to see your boys play? I've been unbelievably um, humbled by the support we've had from our fan base. Um, you know, our membership base has stayed with us. Um, despite all the uncertainty that the season and all these changes have, have meant for them. But they've all stayed with us. We've got our first game in Victoria. I can't say Melbourne because it'll be in the Bendigo. Um, We've we, we partnered with the City of Greater Bendigo and we're playing mm. our first game on the 31st, um, so Sunday week, um, in Bendigo against South East Melbourne Phoenix. Um, we've been displaced, obviously, from John Cain Arena because of the Australian Open and tennis and the shift that's happened with that. So... A lot of those factors out of our control, but we also think for for our organisation being able to partner with um, a region um, like like Bendigo, and they've got an amazing 4,000 seat facility that's you know relatively new, um, and they've got a proud history of this of, of um, uh, how proud history in the sport themselves. Um, we think that that's going to be a real uh, strength for us in, in years to come, but. We're hopeful that we can see our fans, if they're not in Bendigo, back at John Kane Arena just after the Australian Open um, via the uh, NBL Cup that the NBL are running. They're not, they're not Melbourne United games, but the team will be there along with every other team and, and we'll be there for a month uh, competing in, in the NBL Cup, which is a new initiative that's come out of um, the league this year. And, you know, we're, we're looking forward to seeing all our fans in, in the venue at that time. And take us through that. What What is... What's that going to look like, this new initiative? So it's a, it's a great initiative. Um, I, again, you know, very, very proud of the NBL and how they've handled all of these, um, all of the shifts and, and trying to find opportunities to also innovate within our schedule. And it's, um, the NBL Cup was launched uh, about a month ago, I think, and it'll essentially see all teams from around Australia and obviously our friends over the ditch, the New Zealand Breakers, competing here for one month um, for a, almost a season within a season. So all games count to the regular season um, letter, but um, the, the NBL Cup is something we're playing for um, as part of as part of that as part of that hub event, if you like. And it'll be an annual event, um, so it'll be a season within a season. There'll be prize money on offer for the winning teams. Um, so yeah, it's it's just a great opportunity to showcase our our league. Um, this year it's happening in in Melbourne, and you know we'll see where it, how it plays out um, on an annual basis. Small sample, but um, you would have heard my comments off the top that the standard seems to rise. Like, and even I mean, just from a from a selfish point of view, here in Adelaide, having you know an eighteen year old kid by the name of Josh Giddy, who's who's dominated headlines internationally and also in this country, and I know your roster is is frighteningly good as well. Is it fair to say? Uh, is it fair to say the standard keeps getting better? I think so. I think um, you know. You mentioned Josh just there. I mean, he's an 18-year-old, and we, everyone in the basketball industry has been supporting Josh. And, and there's a um, a young Australian up in Kansas, Mo King, who's um, mm. doing really well. Same as same as Josh. Both of them have tremendous international appeal. I, I dare say all going well on track to. Um, 
on track to, to make it to the NBA in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, but but I, I think there are a few reasons for it too, mate. I, I think one of the one of the upsides of having a longer off season was a chance to get all our local players and physically probably give them a chance to really get in great shape and get rid of any niggles that they may have had. Um, so a little bit of extra time to prepare and 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 in the off season is of course when most of the elite athletes are developing new skills and working on their own individual game. And I think. One of the byproducts of having a little bit more time in the off season um, is a combination of just you know the, the athletes preparing themselves to a standard that is probably a little um, higher than we are ordinarily accustomed to. But that said, Kane and, and anybody that's been following the NBL will know that the parity of this competition year in year out is always what makes it somewhat of a um, special um, code here in Australia. It really makes no difference where you are on the ladder and how talented your roster is. You can be beaten on any given night. And, and I think that that just speaks volumes to the depth of talent we have in this country when it comes to our sport. Um, and with the introduction of these young kids like Josh and like Mo King and, and having our American friends come over and, and join in, in our league, it, it just means every year the standard of competition gets better and better. Um, so this year is no exception to that. Vince Corelli is the Melbourne United CEO, joins us this morning ahead of what's going to be an interesting but massive NBL season. Um, I haven't seen the Wildcats in action yet, um, and I haven't spoken to you since the expansion. Good move to expand, and were you supportive of that? Uh, the expansion into Tasmania? Is that, yep. is that what we're talking about? Yeah, yep. look, I think it's terrific. You know, there are kids playing down there in, in Tassie um, with, you know, hoop dreams and you know, pounding the pounding the pavement with their basketball, um, you know, with stars in their eyes and for them to have their own team to aspire to one day play for or get out and support, I just think it's a tremendous, um, tremendous opportunity for, for all of those um, kids and families in Tassie that love it. And, and I also think it's high time that Tasmania gets a chance to represent itself um, in an in a, uh, international sport. Uh, basketball, it is an international sport, this we are one of the best leagues in the world, and, and we've got New Zealand in our league as well. So I, I just think it's a tremendous opportunity for Tasmania, and I couldn't be more proud of the league for creating an opportunity and, and supporting them. Um, they've got their ta- they've got a task ahead of them, but mm. you know what a great opportunity to have a platform like that to to start with. Before we let you go, what what are your expectations of of your team? Eh? Will you put it out there and and say you expect to win it because you your squad feels good enough to do that? Well, we've never really shied away from the expectations that we set on ourselves annually. And it's a promise that we make to our fans and sponsors. And, and that is that we always want to be um, giving ourselves every chance at competing at the business end of the year. This is, it's a professional sport. That's what we're playing for. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't shy away from the challenge um, that we set for ourselves internally. But my expectation is that we just commit to being as resilient as we can and, and sticking um, sticking tight with each other throughout what is going to be a very, very challenging season to navigate with with so much uncertainty. And, and so my expectation is that our culture shines through. We stay together and we're there about at the end of the season. That's that's exactly the expectation that that we all have. And, and, um, and every day is just another day. Your boys will be next up against the Cairns Taipans on Monday night. And then if you are in Victoria, particularly if you're in the Bendigo region, the guys are going to take on South East Melbourne Phoenix in the throwdown at Bendigo Stadium on January the 31st. That's a 3 p.m. afternoon tip-off. If you're hanging for live sport, 
if you're hanging to see your NBL team play, um, United Boys will entertain you. Vince, always a pleasure to catch up with you, mate, and good luck for the season. Appreciate it, Kane. Thank you very much. Vince Crivelli is the Melbourne United CEO, and that was our Mick. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.